Okay. Welcome to episode 182 of Tell Me Where to Turn. Here uh, in this lovely Biden-driven economy that we're in. <laughs> uh, I am Tommy2 underscore zero, and that's where you can find me on Twitter. Uh, this is Glenn. You can find me at Glenn3 underscore 11. And uh, this is the America you voted for, Tommy. So this is what, when you're at the gas pump... You're looking and you're staring at a number that starts with four. Remember, this is what you wanted. You did this to yourself. <laughs> here uh, here in Austin, I'm Point Break Dave, by the way, at Point Break Dave on Twitter. We're nearing the five. Oh, no. Yeah, we're at the 439. Dave's ahead of me. You're at the 460, weren't you? I think when, of course, and it is the, uh, the mid-grade. It's the middle. Oh, no, we got to... We can't. We gotta speak to the common man here. What's the What's the cheap grade? I have at? no idea. Mid grade. <laughs> Do you think I drive cars that take the cheap gas? <laughs> Mid grade is not is not a world most people live in. You know, you know what's weird about that is uh, obviously I'm putting cheap gas in my vehicle, but but I also only have to fill it up like once every three months. <laughs> um, but it seems like so the highest prices are. For diesel, which that that definitely starts with a five per gallon these days, yes. and it's just based on my observation. But those at the diesel pump also appear to be doing the worst from from an appearance standpoint. <laughs> so that's just that's just observation for quarter one of two thousand twenty two. Yeah, but. Here we are. It's March 2022. This is episode 182. I feel like when we get to about episode 190, which will be March of 2024, <laughs> Trump will be back in office. Things will be good. We'll have made it. Just eight short episodes <laughs> away. I need to go America look. America will be great again. I, I placed like six months ago, I placed a lot of presidential bets on... Uh, Basically, trying to take every favorite on both sides of the card that wasn't named Biden or Harris, because I don't think either of them have a shot. I need to go Mm -hmm. make sure I'm leveraged now as odds have changed if I need to do anything different. When you know what time of year it is, it's, it's spring break. You know what that means around here? It means that the family has gone to visit the in laws and. I'm just hanging out at the house all week, just oh. keeping keeping the keeping the blacklight industry in business and all kinds ever, of short-term subscriptions. Have you ever thought about vacationing with your family? You know, maybe dating work, your wife man. once in a while. I gotta work. I, yeah, it's been it's been amazing around here. Yesterday, I worked for. Nine or ten hours, and then I did my taxes, and then I fell asleep watching TV, and then I went to bed. So it was, it was a wild time. Should we go uh, TurboTax on this one? Yeah, I don't. It's not. Mine's not complicated enough for to to require any uh, assistance. Or I used to have a CPA because it was a guy that my dad went to went to school with, and he charged me a a, a fair fee. And then he uh, retired, and then the guy who in- inherited his 
practice. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a dentist, but uh, I used him one year and then I got the bill <laughs> and it was like, it was ridiculous. I mean, in, compared to what I was paying the other guy, it was like, I don't know, 350 bucks. That's And for my taxes, I don't need to be paying 350 bucks. If somebody wants to, I was paying like 75 before. I was like, that's, I don't even have to think about it. I'll pay you $75, but I'm not paying you 350 Do you want to? You know, that guy was using TurboTax. Probably. I was going to say, do he you want to hear my tax story from this year? No, go ahead. So, similar to you, Glenn, my taxes are not complicated in any way, shape, or form. You know, one house, W-2s, not anything tricky. I haven't earned any income while in prison or all the other TurboTax <laughs> questions. No foreign bank accounts <laughs> that you know of. Yeah. So, but, and I've always done TurboTax. And this year I was like, you know, just in case there's something I'm missing, right? Like, one of these years I should just hire a CPA, see what they come back with. You know, obviously, for starters, taxation is theft. So that's where I'm coming from. So I looked around and I was like, I want to find a CPA that, like, not not will dip a toe over the line. I don't want even want them to be able to see the line. Like, that's how far past it they are. You need, you need the CPA who is in the shopping center with the person who's dressed as the Statue of Liberty <laughs> standing out front. Yes. So... Okay. I got one pretty early on in our conversations. I realized that she was not the one to really get creative in avoiding taxes, which is what I was looking for. So since it's, you know, first time using this lady, I was like, hey, I don't want you to file anything. Here's all my stuff. Run it. Come back with what you have. Then I, on the side, did my normal TurboTax run through. She sends me back hers. I look at TurboTax. They are the exact same. The <laughs> little refund is the exact same to the dollar. So wow, I paid TurboTax and paid this lady, I think it was $360 wow. on top. And it's going to be TurboTax from here on out. Yeah, until until I have some sort of international earnings or some weird bank account or four properties or like a rental place out of state or something like that or i don't know if it would get that much more complicated if we had a state income tax how's that how's that going in tennessee we don't have a state income tax oh you don't no. Does there does every state that starts with T not have a state income tax? Is that is that what the forefathers signed? Every every state that overwhelmingly voted Trump in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two or uh, sorry in twenty twenty in two twenty eighteen and twenty twenty two doesn't have it or what 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 year did we vote Trump for sixteen and twenty twenty sixteen yeah Lord I don't have time to keep up with years. No, he's, any, he's only in midterm elections is his any, focus. Any state that doesn't even have Democratic primaries, you think they have a state income tax? <laughs> give, give me a break. Okay, I retracted. I don't. I've always lived here, so I don't know anything about anywhere else. I'm just looking forward to the day where I'm living whatever it is, 183 days in the Virgin Islands <laughs> every year, <laughs> whatever that or that <laughs> threshold is. 
My my TurboTax experience, and I've I've been a TurboTax P one from the from the get go. I filed my taxes probably roughly a week ago, and I got my refund three days later. Yeah, they, uh, I, I did mine yesterday. Pretty and impressive stuff. I think what it, it indicated like nine out of ten people would get their refund within a week, based on when you when you filed it, because you didn't wait until the to the last minute, and and it was uh, it was accepted like within an hour of me of, of it being filed. So I expect by this time next week I'll have uh, well my refund, which again is just money that's actually mine that exactly. someone else is holding without without paying interest on it, <laughs> which is quite a scheme. Yes, and I should be very clear. My goal is always to have a refund or an, an O right around the zero number. Yeah. So I'm not the guy who gets the $10,000 refund and then it's like, man, what a bonus I just got. No, I want to be plus or minus of under two grand. That's my goal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. I'm still getting a refund, but I'm trying to get it down. I was trying to get it down where it was only three, three figures, but we're still in four, but we're definitely under two grand. So I feel, I feel okay with that. No, it's a battle, and the prepaying of the child tax credit this year definitely screwed a lot of people. Uh, thoughts and prayers to those folks. Mm. Everyone at Cow they, Town Speedway. Because <laughs> they probably didn't think about this is just this is a credit in advance and the, the bills come and due later type of thing. Indeed. Exactly. The, there's no more beaten person in this world than the person that pre-spent their income tax refund only to find out it was half or less what they were expecting it to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've got they got to figure out some way to pay for that set of heads <laughs> up at the machine shop. <laughs> Speaking of a set of heads, I'm having an engine built right now in Mesquite of all places. <laughs> Mesquite it was proper. Just, Yes, okay. it was just informed. Uh, just informed last week that the heads have arrived. <laughs> That's, That's good. Yeah, that was that was reminds me of. I think I was. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's sixteen or seventeen, and I was I was working at my dad's shop, and by working was, I cleaned the place, and he showed me like two things that I could do where I wouldn't break anything, and I was <laughs> smart enough to be able to do it. And so I'm just like moving stuff around. I don't know. I don't remember what I was doing. This guy comes up. He he drives up in front of my dad's shop, and he kind of waves me down. I'm like, what does this guy want? And this guy's dropping something off, and he's like, uh, just you can tell he's real nervous. He doesn't know what he's doing. Basically, <laughs> I, I saw myself in, in him. He's just an older <laughs> version of me, and I don't remember what he had. I can't remember if it was a set of heads. Um, he had that or something, and he was like, "Yeah, I've got this in the back, and I'm supposed to drop it off, and I'm not really sure, you know, what it is. Do you do you know what this is?" And I was like, "Man, I, I don't know. You're just gonna have to ask the big guy over there." <laughs> and then he just kind of sheepishly walked over. He was either dropping something or picking something up, but he did not have any idea what he was dealing with. And then he thought, "He's like, ah, oh, this kid'll know." He's all dirty, sweeping floors. He knows everything about this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I just want to go home and play Sega Genesis. I'm here to like make some money to pay for, 
you know, a trip this summer, and that's it, and then I'm out of here. So instead, you sent him to talk to the awesome dong. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he got... <laughs> My dad probably kind of just strung him along for a little bit and played dumb and then laughed at him in front of his face and then behind his back later. <laughs> well, Tommy, there, do. if you could get uh, some recordings of the engine builder you're currently using because we've used him for many engines in the past and you want to talk about a character this guy we should have him on actually yeah this is this is the guy that uh uses the word hell as like a four syllable word (laughs) because i've asked him two different questions during the course of the build this much like sheepish glenn with the with the broom and the response was a pregnant pause and then a now why in the hell would you want to do that <laughs> so is this but yeah uh, shout out to rick at metroplex machine big fan big fan is, of the podcast is this uh is this an engine that uh you'll be strapping to a, a vehicle that you're wheeling or someone a bit younger than you no, this is gonna this is gonna get this is gonna get strapped on. We're gonna strap we're gonna we're into the strap on these days. Okay, all right. And this is this is gonna be horsepower. We're not talking about low horsepower. We're talking about making some power here. All right. The awesome dong would approve. Speaking of cylinder heads, there's a certain set of brothers that we knew growing up in the Kennedale area. <laughs> I think your father was also familiar with them. Yeah, definitely. But they. Uh, they're they have famous. tax problems, so... Yeah, they probably need to use TurboTax. <laughs> In fact, actually, Dave probably needs the name of their accountant. Dude, I do. want to really come full circle here. Boy. They, uh, there's a famous story uh, about them. So, you know, they, they basically ran the racing version of the barbershop. There's just everybody was sitting around there all day, and we're not sure anybody worked. <laughs> they just sit around and talked all day, but... If you really did need a part or something, they probably had it around. Well, there was one of their one of their party, probably like the, uh, I don't know, maybe the, what was Burt Myers' brother's name? Jason, Jason. Myers, probably the yeah. Jason Myers of the group. He had a job, but it was kind of a, a half halfway job. He worked for Encore Energy, but he was on call, so he he basically sat around there all day, and then occasionally would have to go out and you know cap off a leaking gas main. So he did an offensive accent, you know, something that the New Day might have found amusing, <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps not, I don't know. But one of his gimmicks was when he would return from a, uh, an encore job, he would walk around the corner and in, the, in this offensive accent would, would ask some asinine question to the brothers who were sitting there in the shop. And they grew tired of this routine. So one day they were sitting there and he came around the corner and said, hey, you guys got any heads? <laughs> and the brother, the younger brother, without turning around, said, no, but you can give me head. <laughs> and it was then that he turned around to realize that it was actually a member of the community and not this guy, <laughs> who was none too pleased. <laughs> <laughs> and almost uh, resulted in a, a racially motivated <laughs> killing, apparently. But uh, cooler heads did prevail. <laughs> My dad used to have a Vietnamese guy that slept in his dumpster overnight. <laughs> that needs to be. I think in I the... bought Directv from that guy later, if I'm not mistaken. 
goodness. Speaking of speaking of racing, Drive to Survive is back. It is. I'm two episodes in. How how deep how deep have you gone? I am I think I'm four deep at this point. Okay. So they've released the whole season all at once. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's Netflix. So I watched one the first night it came out, one last night, and I will be watching one as soon as this fest- these festivities are over. I need to I need to get started. I have not watched an episode of the new season yet. Yes. I've been so watching far, I've wrestling. Seen... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta catch up on wrestling. I've seen Christian Horner on a horse. That's right. Was yeah. he shirtless yes. like Putin? Because I'm interested. (laughs) But I got to say, though, seeing him in his horse riding attire, he could probably stand to get in the weight room like Toto is. There's there's no doubt about that. Toto's slinging some weight around. He, I think he is, and I don't think you've gotten to this point yet with Toto. I'm a little concerned about Toto's diet. Not from... Like, he's eating healthy. Maybe I'm just more concerned about my diet <laughs> because <laughs> he's putting in a breakfast order that seems to be like 20% of what, what I would eat for, for breakfast. So just keep an eye on that. Very particular, seen, but very minimal. I think I've seen minimal. this episode. Yeah, there, there, was, there, was, uh, there was a certain way he was demanding the cook. Okay, he you did see crispy. it. Yes. But it was and some then, kind of vegetable, right? It wasn't bacon. <laughs> no, no, it was, I don't remember. No, tomatoes are fruit. I'm trying to think of what it, what he wanted. It was something random. But later on, he, he's big on pumpernickel. That, well, no, that's what it was, because he asked for something with pumpernickel. And yeah, everything he ordered is not on a breakfast jack. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so later, there's another scene where he's ordering food that you'll get to. And during like a strategy session, and they ask him what he wants, and he orders a piece of pumpernickel bread and one singular egg. And I'm like, no, there's no way. If I'm having eggs, the number starts with three and goes up (laughs) from there. Who eats one egg? So do you think NASCAR was in Phoenix this weekend? So do, you, do, you yeah. th- do you think when like Tony Stewart Racing's getting together and Rodney Childers and Kevin Harvick are ordering breakfast at the track that anyone's ordering some pumpernickel and an egg? Or do you think they're calling Hunt Brothers Pizza to see what type of breakfast pizza is available? Just throw a Red Baron in the RV oven. So... so so the two episodes I've watched are, are the the setup to the season episode, and then the second one was really dedicated to uh, to the McLaren team. My opinion is Daniel Ricardo's kind of a beating, right? Yeah, I think he's a guy you would want to be around in small doses, not spend a ton of time. And you can well the way they presented it, it appears that uh, Lando in particular probably doesn't care for him. <laughs> Very much. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a, a detractor of of one Daniel Ricardo. Been keeping an eye on the preseason testing though. This could be the year for us guys. Ferrari. Oh. Oh. This could be the year. This team red. That's right. This could be this year could be very red. They showed up with a design that was very different than everybody else's, and a lot of people think they figured it out. <laughs> are they putting Are they putting a wing up top? <laughs> They had the plastic engine from the Phoenix Foundation. 
Yeah. They got Pete Thornton out there as a consultant. As a joke for like two people. My apologies. But the first race is this weekend, and Glenn, not less than an hour ago, informed me of something I was not aware of that immediately caused me to suffer a condition uh, known as P.E. <laughs> the P stands for premature. <laughs> they have Formula One on DraftKings. Yeah. This and I've already put in a lineup. So between when Glenn told us and now, a lineup has been inserted. This news it's got me very interesting. Very, very excited. Have you looked at the scoring? Because I have not yet. I'm intrigued. It's a very interesting format. Okay. So you have a captain, much like you would in showdown mode. Mm-hmm. You have four additional drivers, and then you also have a constructor that you can select. Mm. It seems that they put a high value on places gained on the grid, which I agree with. I think that's a good way to do it. And then laps led, obviously, that's a uh, one that you're going to be limited to, probably a handful of t- drivers, pretty much uh, Ferrari drivers this year. <laughs> Shaw Leclerc, Carlos. That's right. Uh, and and then your constructor is kind of an aggregated point score for both cars, obviously, in the team. I went ahead in my first lineup, and I'm going to share this secret because I've already cracked the code. My captain of the team, scoring me time and a half points, is Kevin Magnuson of the Haas team. <laughs> <laughs> That's your strategy. <laughs> my strategy is grab the cheapest possible guy and make him the team captain and then when he shocks the world and wins the race <laughs> I will be the only one when he moves from 19th to 18th <laughs> so there is no way you can get I mean if you go with Hamilton or Verstappen you can't get anybody else it, like you have to field a one car team is the is the play to stack both drivers and the constructor I mean, if you're going to do Ferrari, do you want Leclerc and Sainz? I would think so. I would think you would want to go much like you would stack in baseball. The problem is, if you wanted to do that with Ferrari, Mercedes, or Red Bull, I don't know that you can even make the math work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the pricing is, because I think per slot, it's like Mm. $8,000 average per selection. Right, and Lewis Hamilton, $17,000. Yeah, Verstappen was definitely $18,000. Goodness. And that's the regular price. That's not the captain price. Yeah. Which is why Captain Magnuson is going to lead us to victory. <laughs> and it's it's like showdown. It's uh, 1.5 times. Yeah, time and a half. That's correct. Well, I will get but if in. One, if, yes, if one of you guys can figure out how to get Max or Lewis as your captain, text me. <laughs> text me a screenshot. <laughs> Did you we'll see definitely that Lewis, look at it. Did you see that Lewis Hamilton's changing his name? No, I didn't. Meta World Peace Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> He's changing his name to Cassius Clay. <laughs> He's changing his name to Butch. <laughs> or Walter. <laughs> it's Mama calling Lewis. I'm going to call him Lewis. No, it's Gunther, I believe. <laughs> no, so what he's doing is he's taking his uh, mother's... So so his mother's last name is Lara 
Ballister, Lara Ballister. L A R B A L E S T I E R. So he's going to change his name to Lewis Hamilton Dash Lara Ballister. Uh, Hold on, so Lara Ballister is the last name? I thought it was Lara. Is her first yeah, name is his Lara? mom named Lara? No. Maybe it's just no, Ballister. No, it's Lara Ballister. But I don't know. I think he's missing a chance to. Refer to himself as the EST of F1 here. <laughs> but we have that to look forward to. But yes, as we delicately treated that subject. So how are they going to... Are they still going to abbreviate it on the little running order board as just ham? Or are we going to have to put ham baluster on there? Well, Glenn, you or are our... Ham burglar, I don't know. <laughs> our go-to on... <laughs> abbreviations and <laughs> what should be abbreviated and what shouldn't so that's true well he's he's not starting the name with the most dangerous consonant of all <laughs> the RKO of consonants <laughs> in the last uh, Formula One note before we move along the run sheet here is uh, if you had bought stock in Nikita Mazepan for this year, mm. I've got some very disappointing news for you. He's been run out of Formula One, along with his sponsor, which cannot be news that Gene Haas is taking well right now. As no. he probably is spinning the barrel on the six-shooter. Are they going one car? Roulette or, game. No, or did they, they are going with him? two cars. They they two cars. brought back Kevin Magnuson. He's back. Oh, that's right. That's right. It is that's, why, be that's why you mentioned Shoe and Mag. So when you get to, I think it's it's episode four because I think it's the most recent one I watched. It, that's basically the Team Haas and Mazepin episode of this season. Like the whole thing. It's a good one too. No, I've heard that's probably one of the better ones of the season. I can't wait to get to it. But it also says that you don't like Mazepin coming out of the episode because he's not necessarily portrayed in a great light. No, not not at all. Which I think is probably pretty accurate since he sexually assaulted somebody and uh, the Haas F1 team was like, eh, how much money is your dad going to bring? Oh, wow. I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah, there's a video of that out there. Whoa, video of the assault? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's available. Okay. I got do time. Need, I mean, I'm need here about myself. <laughs> do you need to no. go? <laughs> no, I don't need to see it, but, I mean, it's out there. This is news news to me. Yes. So I think the, the real question on my mind is with, Haas F1 now being down a driver and all of their sponsor. Who do you think is doing better right now? Haas F1 or Razor Ramon? Ooh. Hmm. Let's bring it on Might now. depend on certain certain life choices of Razor Ramon as a faith-based podcast, you know? It's true. Uh, it's true. He very, very true. well... He very well could be uh, enjoying a nice snack, just looking down, listening in, and <laughs> enjoying the whatever the Peter Frampton reference or whatever that was you made earlier for a joke for two. He gets all the jokes now, so 
Yeah, or he could uh, he could be lining up for FP1 in Abu Dhabi during the middle of the day. That could also be happening. <laughs> Keep things on the racing page. He's he's con he's just constantly wrestling Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> His toothpicks on fire. <laughs> but yes, we did lose a great one though in his work throughout his career I, i'm a big fan and the the program with gold dust in probably 1995 or 1996 was shaped the future of wrestling in my opinion a big name a big loss for sure a big loss but who knows maybe he'll turn up in AEW next week <laughs> Uh, probably not. All right. So that being said, um, I'm to understand that, uh, Dave, you have a story to share. Uh Uh-oh. And he immediately left. Oh, we've lost Dave. Oh, no, no. (laughs) He's joining. I'm back. (laughs) I was going to say, I was throwing it to Dave to tell a story, and then I got nothing. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what happened, but I'm back now. Yeah. You want a story? I do. Uh, We're ready. So, well, first, before I get to the story, because this blew my mind, and I want to see if uh, either of you were aware of this. Spring break, right? Watching watching movies almost nightly with the kiddos. A lot of classics from our childhood they have not seen. They're just now getting old enough. Watch The Sandlot, right? Good, Good classic movie. Yeah. Watching that movie... This is not the part that is shocking you. We're going to get to that. And the uh, pitcher on the Sandlot team, the one natural athlete on the team, I'm like, man, that kid looks familiar. And like, I think he was in Mighty Ducks. So pull up the INDB.com, and sure enough, he was. There was the two brothers on the Mighty Ducks, the natural athletes, and I was like, huh, he is in that. So the next night I was like, and they've never watched the Mighty Ducks. Let's throw that on. His brother in the Mighty Ducks. Juicy Smollett. <laughs> really? Yeah, little kid. Juicy Smollett. So we can add him to the trio of Razor Ramon. And who's doing better right now? And, and if I remember correctly, he didn't have a big part in that movie, but he was the guy that was always like pretending like he was getting hooked and falling down when nobody was near him and getting the other team to take a lot of extra penalty minutes. Very topical. I enjoyed He was that. constantly followed around by two Nigerians. Omas was constantly beating him up. <laughs> Omas showed him the knuckle puck. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, so here's the story I wanted to tell you guys. So, and obviously this is going to revolve around my work, so we're going to be very generic with some parts of it, but in uh in my work, uh occasionally it's normally handled by by uh members of my team that are below me. I've risen to a point where I don't have to deal with this. Oh, but <clears throat> Occasionally, people will have to deal with uh, payment issues with clients. Clients, you know, 
beyond 30 days, 60 days, that kind of thing. If it's an active client and a decision has to be made of, are we going to keep letting this person spend with us even though they're behind? Essentially, a judgment call has to be made. I'll get tagged in. I'll get the hot tag and jump on the phone with these people and kind of feel out, hey, you know, here's where things stand. You know, should we keep running you? Do we need to turn your, your stuff off because you owe us money? So, got tagged in today. Company that over the last few months has suddenly started spending more and more with us. To, I mean, we're mid six figures that they're back now. They're back about 500K, which for a small company like ours is substantial. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll jump on uh, jump on the phone with this guy and, and see what's going on. And email him and uh, get the, hey, you know, you have time tomorrow, which ended up being today. Want to chat? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I should be able to. It's a little uh, it's a little hard right now to know what my schedule's like because we're based in the Ukraine. So all right. okay, okay, all right. So yeah, I have to get on the call and uh, you know video call, and the guys basically leads off with, yeah, you know we're we're pretty sure most of the team is safe right now, but and I'm just like. Yeah, so uh, you guys gonna pay us? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I bought gas this morning, so solidarity. <laughs> I did it for you. <laughs> I put the flag emoji in my profile. Uh, I don't know what else you want, but no, we I still need our money. Like, man, I've seen some profile picture changes, a few TikTok dances. Like I kind of thought it was all over. Are you guys still in trouble over there? <laughs> I thought we solved people, it. <laughs> people, people were pouring buckets of ice on their heads. I thought, world peace. But yeah, that was a call that I was expecting to be very normal. And then get that email. It's like, yeah, so we're based in the Ukraine. It's like, oh no. <laughs> Man. Um, I have a, we made a couple trips recently with the family to uh, some minor league sporting events. Oh, so you took the so, family to AEW. No. <laughs> okay. Very, All right. Very I'm go nice. Back. I'm writing the time down. I'm going to delete that comment because I don't appreciate it. Very nice. Um, no, we there is a uh, minor league hockey team around here, the Allen Americans. Yes, they, they the Fort feed, Worth Fire. I know them well. They feed into the Seattle Kraken organization. Now the Seattle been, Kraken, they're a MLS team. That's a that's a that's a it was hockey, so it's definitely not the MLS. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I need to really brush up on my hockey. So this is a good way to go see. The kids like to watch see hockey in person. They don't really watch really any sports on TV other than a little bit of football. But like in person, they they enjoy watching hockey, and this is a way for them to get that, and for me to spend. 30% of what I would probably spend to go to a Stars game. And they don't... What's the difference to them? Yeah. So, we've been a few times before. Uh, so, this was, I guess, a couple weeks ago. 
And I was like, yeah, let's go. It's Saturday night. Let's 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 go to the game. No tickets th- available through their app. And I'm like, that's weird. But nothing was pulled up. So we go to the secondary market, which I can usually get them almost cheaper anyway. So what's the difference? We end up getting seats for pretty much regular face value. The first row behind the visitor's bench, like right on the glass, which was pretty fun, which was an interesting experience. You're a little too close because as things go and like down, you know, to your left in the, in the corner, like you can't see anything. So that's the downside to it. But it was cool being right there with the players. You could hear them, you know, talking to each other and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, my worry was, uh, what are these players going to say to each other on the bench or as they're uh, exiting or entering the ice and my kids are sitting right there? That wasn't a problem. However, the the regulars, who I assume are season ticket holders that sit in the few row, rows behind us and to our right, were the problem. Mm-mm. And we almost had we almost had a couple of, of interactions. Uh-oh. And a a lot of it was just dumb. It was guys making the same dumb jokes over and over. And they were just real loud, which made one of my kids just nervous because it's just a big, loud guy. But, you know, we let that go. Some woman who's, you know, definitely at least a box of wine in by the third period starts dropping the yelling at the other team and dropping the P word. And then didn't get right. didn't get yelled at, but definitely got the uh, the pronounced turn around <laughs> for me. And what are you doing? And she's like, "Oh, sorry, it just slipped out," you know. And then what? She, well, <laughs> How yeah, does that happened. So, so <laughs> I chose not to comment on that because I was there with my family. Um, so, so they kind of. Um, you know, censored themselves a little bit, but the the lady who lives here for free was none too happy uh, with their behavior. So that that was really the extent of that. that Seats on the risk, ice. Though. Anytime you take kids out to a sporting event, it's it's a shame that you always have to dodge that bullet of people sitting around you. You know, this is. This this is this is not the maybe the worst we've ever encountered, but they were like they didn't completely reject or ignore any anything any looks from us or anything we said like hey come on there's kids around here, but they were kind of pressing in that direction. We've had we took the kids this was before the pandemic to SmackDown one time and we and we sat down and it was 15 minutes into the show and there was like these six guys in their probably mid 20s. And they were, I mean, they're talking loud, but who cares? But they started, they dropped one to two F-bombs and like immediately we turned around and we're like, that is not going to fly. And they were like, I'm so sorry. No big deal. You know, whatever. And uh, uh, I think that happened. We went to a baseball game this past summer and same kind of thing. Like once you say something, you know, it's all cool. It wasn't really the case here, but it was towards the end of the game anyway. So that's the end of that story. This past weekend, we went to see the Texas Legends, which is the, the Mavericks G League team. All right. Now, I procured four tickets to this game by uh, contributing to a charitable uh, uh, f- uh, 
fund company, I don't know, organization through a uh, through a silent auction, and by uh, giving the highest bid, uh, I obtained the the four tickets to the game and, and some legends merch. You know, look at this as, big as play goes here. with the territory. So the flat Earth community likes the Texas legends. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. Uh, we, we we elected this past Saturday was the game we chose to see. So I uh, had my little certificate that, that I got after winning the auction and uh, sent the email provided and said, hey, I'm, you know, I want to use the tickets. Here's the certificate number so they know that it's legit. And I get a response from the team, not only from the team, from the president <laughs> of the Texas Legends organization. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay, that seems a little weird, and and he's copied someone else uh, within their within their group on the email who responds to me a few minutes later with, "Hey, your tickets will be sent to you electronically by three o'clock tomorrow, and uh, here's where your seats are going to be." And if I and this is somebody who's like the head of their, I think it was marketing and something else, and she's like, and "If I get time during the game, I'll come by and and say hi." I'm like, man, uh, look at this guy. How much did you so bid my, on these tickets? Hold on. So my thoughts were, um, this was for the the charitable organization is I can't remember. It's it's an ad- adoption type thing. It's hope something or other, but it's it's about adopting kids. Is, you know, finding homes for kids. Hope an overused term in the charitable world. It's not a strategy. I can tell you that. <laughs> So, oh, we'll get to my favorite part of the story. So we go to the game. Uh, it's probably late second quarter, and she, uh, I'm sitting there watching the game, and then all of a sudden I get a tap on the shoulder, and she's like, "Are you? Are you? Oh, almost messed up there. Are you at Glenn three underscore eleven? I'm like, "Of course, of course I am. It's on the back of my shirt." <laughs> And uh, she's like, okay, well, you know, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Um, h- how many people are in your, your group? Because it was only me and my oldest were sitting there. And I was like, there's four of us, but my wife and my youngest kid are down. They have like a kid zone down at one end of like a bounce house and all this stuff. And I'm like, they're down there, but they're going to come back in a little while. She's like, okay, that's, that's fine. I'll tell you what, here's my card. It's got my number on it. Uh, when they get back, text me, and we'll try to get you a little, a little closer to the court. I'm like, okay, okay. I mean, we're only, I, I'm like in a regular section, but I'm 20 rows up. It's, you know, kind of fine. I'm like, how close? She's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, we can see if we can get you courtside. I was like, okay, right. that's, that'll be fine. So is they this get gonna back. End, is this going to end with you getting some minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish. I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll, oh, we'll get to that. Um, Could have competed. <laughs> Man, no, 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 no. That conversation came up as if I had to walk out there. Like, how ridiculous would I look having not played in almost three and a half years? Um, So, like, mid-third quarter, they get back. I text her. Uh, she walks over, and she's like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. So so we're courtside, but we're, we're like, under the basket courtside. Okay. Not, not, like, near their bench or uh, near half court or anything like that. So again, email from the president, director of whatever, strategic marketing, generic title, brings us down courtside. Do you need anything else? 
you know, after the game, the the players will sign autographs for a little while. If you really, really want one, like I can basically take you or your family to the front of the line and you can get autographs if you want, you know, just, just, you know, let me know. Cause I'll be out there. Okay. You know, sounds good. See the end of the game game goes into overtime. There's a huge dunk like right in front of <laughs> us, like right at the end of the game to basically put it away. It's awesome. Nice. Uh, d- didn't get autographs at the end of it, but walked around on the court a little bit. I'd actually played on that same court in the, uh, in the tickets fake Mavs versus fake heat game of 2011. So I've been out there before. Um, So do that great experience. And through this whole thing, I didn't really have the heart to tell him that, that I won the auction with a a minimum bid of $25. (laughs) The only reason we're doing this. Wow. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) <laughs> and you were the only bid, right? I would have to assume so because twenty-five bucks got it done. I guarantee you, I couldn't buy the Texas Legends jersey that came with the package for twenty-five bucks in the the merch stand. Much less That's free so tickets, funny. half of which were courtside. And an email from the president. Let's not forget And an that. email from the president of the Texas Legends. Can I ask a question? Because I've never... I've been to an Allen Americans game. I've never been to a Texas Legends game. But I do remember vividly, you know, from being at enough Stars game, seeing the difference between them and the Allen Americans. Okay, yeah. Skill level-wise. Yeah, right. Texas Legends... One night, Luca goes out there and plays. Does he score 200? <laughs> if he's trying, there's there's no way they could hold him under 50. There's no way. But I would say it is... It, is, it felt like it was officiated a little differently than, than the NBA. There wasn't a lot of weird, like, cheap calls. Uh, there's if not the a whole lot of ball hit the flops. rim, they got one point. <laughs> no. It, it was, you could tell, I mean, there's, each team has like one roster, one person on the roster who's a two-way player who can basically be called up at any time to whoever they're an affiliate for. Um, and you could tell for the legends that, yeah, that guy's definitely the their best player. Um, I would say from a, a quality aspect, each team goes about three or four deep that I could see maybe spending 10 days on an NBA roster. And then after that, it's there's a huge drop-off. Like, there was a couple guys in the game that I was like, that guy's out there because he's six foot 11. I've, I was like, I've played against that same guy in rec league who's only 6'6". He's the same guy. He's just five inches taller. So it was it was a good experience, though. A lot more people there than I thought there would be. What a lot like of the, auction the, tickets out there. I guess so, but like well, the Allen Americans. What's going on with minor league sports? You couldn't you couldn't buy hockey tickets on the primary market, and then so I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't. I don't know. They weren't available. But when I got there, there's no way that place was more than fifty five to sixty percent full. But the the Legends game, especially if you factor in 
all the kids and their parents, or the kids and their beaten down parents that are watching them stand in line to get into a bounce house. It's unbelievable. The, the the teens on the other end that are doing whatever they were doing if they were all in the stands like that place would have been close to full it was it was, it was pretty electric so I want to ask you this Glenn so you get four tickets all this merch obviously your twenty five dollar bid you grossly underpaid for everything you got and I want to know how you feel about that because right now we're supposed to be overpaying for everything to stick it to Putin. <laughs> And you're not part of the team. Yeah. Says the guy who just demanded half a million dollars from war-torn Ukraine. <laughs> this guy's dodging shells. <laughs> As you're being like, hey, we, we've got a Venmo. You just send it. This is, this is fine. Listen, part of my bonus depends on you paying this. <laughs> have you seen have you seen our seats for wrestlemania i need this very badly oh god i'm excited about wrestlemania yeah that's uh that's probably our next episode i would imagine is the the big preview indeed but since we were on the basketball page, I do think this is a good place for us to end this episode. Oh my gosh, this is the main event. I, I mean, almost forgot is, it. This is going to be the title of the episode. So Obviously. We are uh, just days away from the start of the NCAA tournament. And as we record this, we are. As we record this, correct. It will have started when this episode releases. This show's been famous over the years. We've Some of the best episodes we've ever done have been bet payoffs. Now, typically, we do NFL playoffs. We've had movie reviews of Loose Change. We've, we've, we've had a lot of really funny things that have come out of, uh, of show bets. I was just sending you guys a text a few days ago as a joke. So, Facebook, the, uh, sorry, Meta, the parent <laughs> company of Facebook, they're, they're advertising, targeting... Uh, uncannily uh, good. They have got me figured out uh, as a guy who likes to talk about pre-workout shakes, even though I've never had one in my life, <laughs> and is looking for more success not only in the boardroom, but also in the bedroom. <laughs> and they have found the perfect product to target me with, uh, and it is a workout enhancement supplement it uh, increases your nitric oxide levels. And in fact, if you listen to the Swole Society, we did a whole episode on nitric oxide. Indeed. Uh, and the gimmick supplement. But not only does that it do that because it widens your blood vessels and increases blood flow, but it also increases blood flow somewhere else. Mm. Like your feet, if you're... Well, diabetic or something. I mean, I wouldn't say your feet, but definitely third leg Greg <laughs> would be interested in this product. The name of the product is the most amazing thing I've ever come across. It says right there on the bottle, Nitro Wood. <laughs> yes. So we're talking about a sexual performance enhancer and workout enhancer in one. Not approved by the FDA or even evaluated by the FDA, but they tell you right there on the bottle, it'll increase your blood flow by 267%. Wow. Very specific. And you've seen, you saw the rendering. 
that's in the that's in the ad, the picture of the blood vessel yeah. and the two hundred sixty seven percent increase. A real cheap blood vessel, animated blood vessel. You can just see it getting bigger. It's amazing. <laughs> so we were we were we were having a good laugh about this, and then I believe it was Glenn who said, "Hey, I've got this. Here's the here's the bet. We all enter a bracket. Whoever finishes last in the bracket, they not only have to order." A, I don't know if it comes in a bottle or a, I mean, it comes in, I guess, some kind of a canister. It's a powder. They have to order a one serving or one canister of it's, nitro wood. It's 30, 30 days. 30 days. 30 supply. servings. Use it every day for 30 days. But the gimmick is they can't tell anybody why or how. And if it gets spotted at the house, they just have to be like, yeah, I mean, this just sounded like something I could use. And then report back to the show. So here's my question. On their experience with Nitro. (laughs) If I lose the bet, because I am, I mean, I take a pre-workout every single day. I don't know. Is it a pre-workout or is it just a... Nitric oxide supplement. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, it's going to get you moving if that's what you're asking. My question is, (laughs) I will occasionally... Do exercises. I think the prone leg curl comes to mind. Maybe a, You're not a doing barbell any, shrug yeah. that I think <laughs> could cause problems with this supplement. There will be nothing you're doing that's prone. <laughs> but the good news is if you're like doing a curl and you need to know where to stop at the bottom, it'll be real easy. <laughs> I've gone too far. So yes, the the nitro wood bracket challenge. Yes, and will, will I have begin. sent you guys a link. I, I believe one of the two of you has already entered, but the nitro wood challenge on ESPN is available. I can't wait. So get I'm your bracket for the plan for the plan games get your bracket to be submitted. finalized. But yes, uh, the loser of this, my advice would be: if you're going to do shrugs, do them with dumbbells, not with a barbell. 